good evening. Just kidding, it's morning. Today we're gonna to talk about how to prepare your home for the market. I'm Kyle Wong with the Moxie Real Estate team out here in Colorado. If you have any questions about the topics we're talking about today, or you just wanna reach out, get some more information, get in touch with me using the link below. So, like I said, getting your home prepared for the market. So you have a house, uh, whether that's your primary or an investment home or whatever, you wanna get the most money, I'm assuming, and you wanna get it sold in the quickest amount of time as possible. So I'm gonna go through a couple of the things, uh, quite a few of the things actually at a high level, and uh, we'll touch on those a little bit here and there. So I'm gonna start with chronological order really of what you want to do you want to start with the things that are least expensive I'm assuming and you just want to get things busted out see what you can get uh, for that and then move on to more expensive more tedious uh, repairs or remodels so first and foremost getting other ideas so some people have lived in their home for many years um, maybe they don't see a lot of other homes maybe they just don't think about it but you want to start combing through the trends so watch your HGTV look at your local magazines for homes uh, get into your neighbors homes and see what the other homes with similar floor plans or similar homes in your area look like so you can kind of get an idea of these colors are in right now the style is in right now um, right now it's been quite a bit of uh, We've, we've seen a little bit of a departure as the time of recording, at the time of recording, from the cold, cooler colors, and we're actually seeing a lot more color and warmer woods coming back, so it's kind of interesting to see how cyclical uh, the styles are. So that's one thing. Get other ideas. Two, start with the basics. Again, I'm assuming you don't want to dump tens of thousands of dollars into a major thing right up front, so what I always say, especially if you're budget conscious and you just want to get your home uh, sold, Start with the basics, so things like deep cleaning. Make sure you really go through and take care of your carpets, take care of your walls, take care of all the little things, the baseboards, um, everything that you can think of that you don't usually think of. Take care of those first. Um, a fresh paint of coat, a fresh paint of coat, a fresh coat of paint goes a really long way. If you can do the exterior, update the colors with what's in right now that would be great too. Uh, but interior, you can do all these things yourself. Another big one that some people might overlook is fixtures. So if you're gonna do like a bronze fixture in one of the rooms that looks nice and up to date, then do that everywhere. Nobody wants to go into a house where there's a different fixture here, a different fixture there. And plus, people touch door handles, doorknobs all the time. And so that may be one of their first impressions when they go to open your door. You want it to feel solid, you want it to feel sturdy, you want it to look good. So that's some of the little things that don't cost as much money uh, that I would recommend doing first. After that, making sure the facade is presentable. So what does the front of your house look like? Is the landscaping nice? Uh, is your driveway pressure washed and cleaned, free of snow perhaps, or free of leaves, uh, depending on the time of year? You want to make sure those things look nice because often not only is that the first thing people see when they drive by the home or come to it, it's often the first thing people see in your photos for listings. We'll touch on photos later, but you want to make sure that your facade looks good. So landscaping, again, if you can get a fresh coat of paint on the outside of the house, that looks great. Um, Make sure windows are clean. Uh, make sure everything is trimmed and not crossing any paths or getting onto your driveway. Um, even a, uh, a new door or a fresh coat of paint on the front door can look good too. So uh, that's very important. Next up is updating the home. So here's how we get into the, where we start getting into the more expensive things uh, that people maybe don't consider. 
And a lot of these things are actually things that I will either recommend my client do or I'll actually do myself, hiring out uh, other vendors or contractors. Um, so bigger updates to the home. So updating finishes, right? The three big ones that people want to see a lot of money put into are the kitchen, the master bedroom and the master bathroom, usually in that order. So if you can get nice new floors in there, uh, they don't even have to be the nicest wood or you know most expensive finishes, as long as they're clean and they look like they're kept up. So countertops, maybe cabinets or drawers, um, appliances in the bathroom, not in the bathroom, in the kitchen. Uh, people look at that and that's uh, that's a big deciding factor because again, those are the three rooms that people are usually in the most in their home and especially on the lower end, people wanna make sure that, hey, I'm not looking at a pool, I'm not looking at a movie theater, I'm just gonna be spending a lot of time in my house doing the basics. That's what people wanna see has been well taken care of and updated and maintained. So after that, I would say updating and remodeling poorly laid out rooms. So perhaps some of these older homes, uh, you see this a lot in some of the funkier designs throughout the 70s through the 90s, uh, but some rooms are just laid out really weird. Uh, back then they didn't, they didn't have as much emphasis on an open concept design where things were much more open on the main level, between the kitchen, between the dining room, between the living room and the sitting area. Uh, so some walls can be broken down. Obviously you want to do a lot of research into this because those can be very expensive but uh, you know talk to your local real estate professional talk to engineers and, and all the people involved and make sure that you know what you're doing is gonna be worthwhile but sometimes busting down a wall opening up a kitchen all the fun HGTV stuff that looks cool on TV consult with somebody about that and ask uh, or perhaps even remodeling a uh, master bedroom bathroom combo where you know it's in the bathroom is within the bedroom but it's not as open as it should be, or maybe you don't have a walk-in closet. So adding something like that uh, could be very beneficial for you making, getting the most money off of your sale. So again, these are bigger projects, they require a lot more than just like, oh, I'm just gonna remodel my bathroom. But yeah, look into that for sure. Next up are landscaping. So landscaping can get really pricey really fast, especially if you're doing more structural work, like if you're adding a pool or if you're adding some cool water feature that's custom made or something like that, or maybe you're getting you know, new concrete laid or you're doing a retaining wall. Um, again, you can, you can go pretty cheap with this, clean it up, trim up the lawn, uh, make sure that you have fresh mulch out, or you can really go all out, hire, hire somebody to landscape the place for you and trim bushes, trim trees, you know, plant new trees where they would look good. Um, yeah, that's another big one because again, that's the front and sometimes the back of your house. Sometimes that's the only part people see. And so if you can get them with the landscaping, they're going to be much more willing to go and see the home and potentially write a higher offer on your home. After that, staging the home. So this is a big one. Actually, I don't have the exact statistics, um, but I do know for a fact that staged homes statistically have more showing, so they just simply have more people looking inside, which is good, more visibility, right? And then they statistically often um, sell for more. So staging often isn't super cheap, but I work with people who can use your pre-existing furniture if you're still in the home, or they can bring their own and, and make it look good. And the reason why staging is so important for a home actually is 
Often buyers aren't creative enough or maybe they just don't think fast enough uh, to actually imagine what a space would be. Because I know a lot of people think, well, it's a blank open slate, there's nothing in there, they can imagine their stuff in there. Which is true, you do wanna depersonalize when you're listing your home, take down photos, don't do any crazy colors, anything like that. But staging a home defines spaces. It shows people the possibility of what they could do. So for example, a lot of the older homes with those more unusual layouts, you can't tell if it's a TV room or den or sitting area. And so when you put you know, couches and a couple chairs in there and you define the space for them, it becomes much more attractive in their mind. And I, I challenge you, next time you're looking through Zillow at, at a couple homes or going on showings, Look at that and tell me that's not true. Empty homes are fine, but they don't feel cozy. They don't feel homey. I wanna see how somebody would live in this home. And if I wanna make changes, I know in the back of my mind I could do that. So uh, ch check that out and, and let me know what you think. So staging a home, very important. Next up is getting high quality photos. <laughs> This is very important when it comes to a listing, and it's kind of embarrassing for my industry that I've seen million dollar plus homes that uh, they have iPhone photos or they have photos from 10 years ago. And it's like, man, what a shame. So just so you know from my services, I pay for the high, highest quality photos. I get the home stage. I do, I do the full nine for every single listing that I have because I take this very serious. And the reason why photos are so important is because think about it. Oftentimes, the first and only impression you have to buyers of your home is the listing photos. They'll scroll through Zillow, they'll look at their email list, whatever it is, and they'll see the first photo. Maybe they'll click through one, two, three, but that's it. So if you don't have high quality photos of a well-marketed and well-presented and well-staged home, people won't give it a second look. People won't give it a second chance and you won't have a showing and you'll have fewer offers. So photos are super duper important. And it seems like everybody these days is a photographer, so working with the best is essential. You wanna make sure that they're taking the best angles with the best lenses for your house to make it the most presentable and attractive to the buyers in your market. So after that, y'all knew this was coming. Hire a great agent. And I say a great agent because there are a lot of good agents out there, but that's average. You're expected to do your job. You're expected to do most of these things, but you wanna hire an industry expert that knows what they're doing, that is hyper-local to your neighborhood. Because for example, I'm here in Denver, if I go one block over pretty much in any direction, these are very different places. And I'm sure your local market is like that too. So if you don't have somebody that is really doing their due diligence, really doing the research on your specific neighborhood and your specific property, they may just throw up the generic photos, they may just do the generic thing, but are they really doing you the best service for your home, marketing your product? Because essentially that's what it is. When you list your home, it is now a product on a marketplace that you need great visibility for to get the highest price. And you wanna attract the most buyers. So hiring an agent that knows how to do that is essential. You want somebody who knows the market, you want somebody who is well-connected because if you have a home that's for sale, maybe your listing agent, maybe I don't have a buyer for you, but guess what? I know somebody that does and they're willing to pay a pretty penny because they've been looking at, at that for a long time, right? You want to know people who know people. So work with an agent who is well-connected. After that, somebody who can negotiate. Once you get that offer, people throw out all kinds of wild and lowball offers, especially in this world of investors that we have. And it's up to your agent to work on your behalf. Is this really the best offer? Are these the terms that you want? 
You know, is it fair to use the seller to accept something? So again, it's not our job to interpret the information for you. It's just our job to know the market, what your home is truly worth and do the absolute best that we can within our abilities to market that. And so we present you with the information and we let you know. So if your agent isn't doing any of those things, please let me know. But again, that's how you as the seller can better market your home and prepare it for listing. It was a pretty topical list. We've got quite a few other things. Could have dove into the weeds, gotten into the minutia about it. But um, yeah. Again, I'm Kyle Wong with the Moxie Real Estate team here in Colorado. If you have any questions about we, what we talked about, you wanna know more, you wanna talk to me about listing your home, connect with me down below. You got my phone number down there, give me a call, reach out, and we'll set something up. I would love to help you and talk you through what I do and what we do as a team. So thank you guys for watching.